Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Well, there's been quite a discussion at 79 Westville Vista, a discussion as to whether or not Fibber should get busy and take down the window screen for the winter. It was quite an argument while it lasted, and here on a stepladder taking down the window screen is the loser, very busy under the watchful eye of the winner, Mrs. Simon Legree McGee. A combination otherwise known as Fibber McGee and Molly. I guess that's enough for today, Molly. I'll take the rest of them down later. Oh, no, you don't, McGee. If we don't get the screens off and the curtains cleaned and all, what on earth will the neighbors think? Oh, I care what the neighbors think. They don't think we're free and they got dirty minds. <laughs> That'll fail gray matter, you might say. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? That ain't funny, McGee. Justin, I got up in the middle of the night to write that one down. <laughs> well, after this, McGee, keep your nightmares to yourself. Now get busy on that next screen. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, Johnny! Hello, daughter! You the horny man to help you keep down them screens? No, thank you, Mr. Oldtown. And your husband can handle it all right. <laughs> He says I can do it myself. He's starting a new production next week called Paint in the Garage, and this is my screen test. <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I hear it. <laughs> when I hear it, one fellow says, tell us, you were the claim that the weather is caused by spots on the sun. Ever see my kids settled? What's that got to do with it, says Tuttlefeller? Well, says the first fellow, I got a theory that the spots in my son are caused by the weather. <laughs> well, don't sting yourself, Johnny. Remember, if muscles were meant to be so important, they wouldn't have been hit under your skin. <laughs> Oh, help me down, will you? Oh, you poor dear. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Where do you feel the work? Up on the ladder. Well, now, there's only one thing for you to do, dearie, and that's go to bed. Now, come on in the house and lie down. Hey, wait a minute, Molly. I can't go to bed. I just happened to think there's a smoker at the club tonight, and I got to interview a lot of talent. Did I tell you about that guitar player I discovered? He's terrific. He's marvelous. Now, don't excite yourself, McGee. You better run up to bed. Oh, oh I don't want to go to bed. You're going to bed. But, Molly, I don't. You're going to bed. But I say, I think I ought to go to bed. <laughs> on second thought, Molly, I'll, I'll just lie down here on the bed and Come in. Good day, madam. I'm from the Whitmore Vistas Terminating Company. Are you troubled with pets? Yes. What kind? Salesman from extermination company. I get it. Who was that, Molly? Oh, that was just a man from the exterminating company. Oh, too bad you couldn't give him some work to do, Molly. Them poor fellas just lift and hand them off. <laughs> oh, oh, am I sick? You must. <laughs> I'll get it, Molly. It's mostly that it must be that guitar player. Nice thing, Dave. Nice thing. Don't exist yourself. I know. Okay. 79 years for this, Molly McGee, Susan. Yes. Yes. 
No. No. What? Yes. Yeah. That's right. Don't mention it. Goodbye. See you there. Wrong number. That was a lot of conversation for a wrong number. Oh, don't don't suspicious, Libby. Somebody wanted to know if Billy Mills' next number was going to be three two, and that was wrong. The right number is Sagan Love Song. Oh. Oh, stop me up, Molly. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> you ain't serious about keeping me laying down all the rest of the day, are you, Molly? Well, I certainly am. I've even called the doctor. Now, in the meantime, take this medicine. Mm, well, what is it? Well, I don't know, but the label says it's good for man or beast, and you've been working like a dog here. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I hope that's my guitar player. Come in. Uh, how do you do, madam? Did you call her a doctor? Oh, yes. How do you do, doctor? I want you to look at my husband. He was suddenly took in while he's taken down the window screen. Oh, yes, yes. Quite an epidemic about these days. <laughs> I think I'd better give him a shot in the arm. Ow! Hey, what's the idea? No, no, don't get excited. Just a flesh wound. <laughs> here, uh, let me put a bandage on it. Yeah. There. There you are. Lucky thing I was here when this happened. Hey, Doctor, give him a good looking over. Oh, certainly, certainly. Incidentally, Doc, you don't look very good yourself. Uh, I don't? No. You're always bad. Let's see your tongue. Yeah. Mm. Very bad. Let me see your pulse, Doc. No, no, the other foot. Uh, you think it's going to be serious? I, I've been working pretty hard here lately. Oh. Pretty, pretty hard to tell, Doc, on a hasty examination like this. You ever have dizzy spells? Well, I... Any loss of appetite? No, but you speak of it, I... Shall I leave the room whilst you examine the doctor and <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I'm really serious. Now, listen, Doc. I don't want to alarm you, but you, you got a bad case. I mean, uh, you're in bad case. I'd advise a complete rest. No excitement and a bland diet. Oh, my gosh. I better get home and go to bed. <laughs> what a doctor. I wouldn't let him doctor my horse. Well, you haven't got a horse. Well, i got a good mind to get one just to not let him doctor. Well, let me get up, Molly. I, I feel better. Besides, i got to take that guitar player down to the club when he comes. You ought to hear him, Molly. Why, he's Nick Lucas and Bing Crosby all rolled into one. Hmm. That must be very uncomfortable for both of them. <laughs> now, you like to get some rest whilst I take down the rest of the curtains. And if you want anything, just call me, dear. This is a fine state of how do you do. I can get myself in a more straight and more fashion way. Hello, Richard. Oh, hi, Nick. So what is this I'm hearing about you being under the climate? <laughs> you mean under the weather, Nick? Yes, that's right, I... Guess I've just been overworking. Well, for three fifths, I hope it is only being slightly faded. I'm hearing that there is quite an epidermis of hay fever. <laughs> Not epidermis, epidermis. Epidermis is your skin. Is it? That's funny. I never noticed it. How does it feel? How does what feel? Well, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, I'm being quite susceptible to having hay fever myself about this time of year in September, October, and no longer. Yeah, what makes you think you have hay fever? Oh, well, every night about half past in the morning, I'm getting in a terrible fever to hit the hay. You grab me? Maybe <laughs> that's what I got, Nick. Is that so? You must be in a very serious condition. If I were you, Susan, yeah. you thank goodness I'm somebody else. <laughs> I would wrap my stomach very closely. And the best way to do that is to cut a little hole in the front of your chest. 
Well, I hope you're back in my seat again soon. If you're not feeling better tomorrow, don't you wish you'd be more careful yesterday? <laughs> Careful guy here. Did I hear you talk of the someone McGee? Yeah, Mr. Poplar just came. What you got there, Molly? A thermometer. I want to take your temperature. Uh-oh. Where'd you get the thermometer? Well, it's like a question. Huh? Well, you've seen it a thousand times. It's been hanging outside the kitchen door for two years. Oh, yeah. Well, where do I put my hat on, Molly? <laughs> I'd rather know what my temperature is in the safe. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Molly. Hey, what's the matter with you, Pepper? Oh, hi, Harley. Well, I guess I've been overdoing things a little. Hmm. I got six sick right in the middle of taking down the wind. Come on, you're just like, just like, snap your fingers for me, Harley. I'm kind of weak. <laughs> okay. Come on, you're just like that. Now, just sit down and make yourself at home, Mr. Wilcox. And don't you tell yourself talking too much, Billy. I've got to go soak your person. Okay, Molly. Hey, hello, pal. Shut the door. What's the matter, pal? Not so loud, huh? Bend down here, man. Yeah. Look, I ain't really sick. I'm gold bushy. I got the bad rather tired of working around here. I pulled a face. You catch on to it? Sure. Sure, I know how it is. All men get panicky about house cleaning time. But it doesn't bother smart housewives anymore. Huh? It don't? No. Not the ones that have learned about Johnson Black and Johnson self-polishing glucose. Glucose is practically done away with old-fashioned floor scrubbing, you know. You can only a beautiful white finish without any rubbing or dropping. <laughs> you hear that, folks? Use Johnson's wax and you can drive a commercial in by the heels without leaving a scrub. didn't want to disturb Zibber too much, Molly. He, uh, he's a pretty sick fella. I'm afraid he is too, Mr. Wilcox. I don't know exactly what to do about it. Well, if I were you, I'd give him a good dose of castor oil, rub his chest with bear's grease, and keep him off cigars for a week or so. Take care of yourself, pal. Now, all the dirty... That ain't the worst thing you've ever Bear's grease. Hey, Molly, that must be that guitar player. If it is, stick around and listen. The guy's familiar. What a voice. Now, easy, dearie, easy. Probably just a change in simple care. Now, personally, I make every effort to keep in perfect physical condition. I have been going to a trainer three times a week uh, at the gymnasium, you know. Oh, how are you on the tattoos, Jeffy? <laughs> don't you just feel, Molly? I bet you fly through the air with the greatest of effort. <laughs> I don't know, McGee. I think it's very sensible of Mrs. Uppington to keep herself in condition. Oh, yes, you have no idea how it changed one up. While I can actually see my wrinkles just fading away. Oh, 
not hurting me. Well, what's wrong with a few wrinkles, Uppy? After all, the wrinkle is just a dimple that got up to stretch and never sat down again. <laughs> feel a little better now. <laughs> Don't you get it up here? I said, oh, yes, yes, that was really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yes, indeed, but Mrs. McGee, you must try my athletic trainer. She is so delightfully brutal. <laughs> Why, I have seen him tear a telephone book in two with his bare hands. <laughs> I asked him how on earth he ever learned to do it, and he knew what he said. <laughs> well, it was so amusing. He said he got started by tearing up one telephone number at a time when he got married. <laughs> play the mandolin myself, you know. Honest, John? Is that a kind of a tough instrument to learn? Yes, it takes a lot of pluck. Oh. Well, see you later, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel now, dearie? I'm still kind of weak now. I'm speaking of the man with the mandolin. I wish that guy with the guitar would show up. I better get... Oh, that must be him now. Now, don't get up, McGee. Must you tie yourself? I see you, Ted. Okay, well. Oh, oh hello, little girl. Is it only the little girl from across the street? Oh, hi, sis. You better run on home. I'm sick. Hmm? I says I'm sick. Hi. <laughs> what? Well, how do I know why? I just am, that's all. Probably just got a little run down. Uh-huh. Did, did you get the ice cream, Mama? Who? Hmm? Hey? Yeah. Listen, sis, you better get out of here. Maybe I got something to say. You wouldn't want to get one of my germs, would you? Oh, no, I see one. <laughs> Talking about you can't see a germ. Why? Wow. They're too little, that's why. Well, maybe we can also grow up, huh? They don't grow up. They always stay little. Maybe they don't eat their spinach, I You like that. Germs don't like spinach. Maybe I'm a germ. I don't either. <laughs> oh, you don't, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sis, go on home. Suppose I had the mumps, or the needles, or the chicken pox, or something. Mm-hmm, see, that'd be dandy, I bet you. Can I stay in That drives me saying watch what? Well, see, if you've got chicken pox, maybe you'll lay an egg, huh? <laughs> <laughs> go on. I don't lay eggs. Well, uh, <laughs> that ain't so I'll do it, I <laughs> You hear what she says, Molly? That's right the way I lead with my chin. I ought to be wearing a beard for a shock absorber. Oh, now, calm yourself, dear. Well, After all, you're a sick man and mustn't get excited. Come in. Mr. McGee live here? Oh, yes, he does, but he's not very well. To... Oh, is that a guitar you have with you? Well, if it isn't, I'm out $7.98. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, come right in, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Saputo, Frankie Saputo, the czar of the guitar. You don't say. <laughs> Come right in, Mr. Saputo. Oh, hi, bud. Check out about give you up. And listen, Frankie, don't tie up with nobody as long as you can talk to me, see? Okay, Mr. McGee. Yes, sir. After tonight, Frankie, you have more offers than you can handle. Oh, my goodness, McGee. Mr. Saputo must be wonderful. He's wonderful. He's a sensation, Molly. He's been right here in Whistle Vista all the time. 
Working in the filling station. Oh. I discovered him myself. Oh, where did you hear him play with you? Huh? Why, uh, well, as a matter of fact, I never did hear him play. Well, then how do you know he's so wonderful? I told him. Oh. That's right. Oh, he, I know he was sincere about it, too, Molly. Well, I remember the old thumb bucket and tear off a little swing of you get this now, now, he not only plays the guitar, but he sings at the same time. No. What you going to do, Bart? Well, my most terrific number is Lazy Bones. I like the fuse, Frankie. <laughs> Oh, God. 
first wife determined to be sick. Aren't you, Shane? Yeah, I am, Molly. Shane, I didn't think of it before. You tried to get out of doing your work by pretending to be sick. Aren't you, Shane? Yeah, I am, Molly. Shane, I didn't think of it before. <laughs> I'd have got away with it, too, if you hadn't done that stretcher. That's when I lost hope. Oh, hope. Oh, my goodness. Come on, McGee. Let's hurry home and listen to the radio. He's back tonight. Who? Bob Hope. Oh, okay. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> This is Marlowe Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Collection Glossary, Ray Jimmy Johnson, inviting you all to be with us again next year tonight at the same time. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>